After our encounter with the Jersey Devil, we thankfully made it back to the falls before nightfall. We called Amy on the way back, and she promised to meet us at the edge of town, out by the woods, close to where we found the Bunny ward. When we pulled up, Amy was waiting, decked out in full camouflage. Well, you certainly look camouflage Years of playing paintball with my brother taught me a thing or two about hiding out in the woods. Come on, I have your stuff in my trunk. Um, does she need to be here? I don't think it's very safe for her. Trust me, if anyone can hold her own out there, it's Amy. The Jersey Devil will not be messing with her. Oh yeah, she's a badass. We started to unload Amy's truck, which had backpacks filled with supplies, food, and a few tents. We all carried our share, and when we were satisfied, we started off into the woods. Do you really think the Jersey Devil will come after Johnny again? Well, it found us all the way down in Leeds Point. No reason it won't come after him again. Especially now, because... He is probably pissed. Wait, you guys already saw this thing? Oh my god, yes, and it was awesome! Why didn't you tell me? Buddy, that's awesome! It was like a dream come true. This thing isn't a joke. It's always fun to have to take your car right back to the shop after just getting it back again. That's twice it's messed up my car now. At least it's still drivable this time. Barely. Alright, let's cut the chatter, huh? I don't want that thing to hear us before we hear it. You got it? We wandered further into the woods, and once the sun had finally dipped behind the horizon, we used our flashlights to light the way. After about a half hour of walking in silence, Chase found a clearing that would be suitable for what he wanted. Alright, let's make camp here. We'll put a tent over there and one over there. And two more at the far end. Is it wise to spread out like that? Hopefully by doing so, it will confuse it as to what tent Johnny's actually in. Exactly. We'll have him walk around the camp a few times, lay around all the tents, and... Get his scent all over. Can you guys stop talking about me like I'm not here? Sorry. We just need to be ready. Now let's get these tents set up. Come on. I want a fire started in the next 20. Yes, sir. Buddy began to set up one of the tents with Chase, while I took another one to the far end of the clearing. Amy followed behind me, bringing hers as well. You okay? Well, minus my second altercation with a mythological New Jersey legend and the idea that I'm about to become bait for the third time, yeah, I'm doing pretty okay, I guess. Look at Buddy. He seems so... happy. Hey, did you know he was posting on Instagram about all this stuff? Buddy from the Falls? Yep. Why does everyone else seem to know about this but me? Buddy's just glad to have his best friend back. He wants to share his adventures with you with the world. Isn't he concerned that he's going to turn Melancholy Falls into a tourist attraction? And people see all this weird stuff going on here? I'm sure nobody thinks that. Here, can you grab this piece for a second? Uh, yeah. Do you need help with that other part? No, I got it. And there we go. Tent complete. Looks like yours could use a little help, though. Yeah, I'm not really good at this stuff. Do you mind? Not at all. Once the tents were all set up, Chase came back with some sticks for the fire. He made a makeshift fire pit using some rocks and placing them in a circle in the center of the clearing. After a few minutes, he had a nice fire going, and we all settled in around it. Man, I should have brought stuff for s'mores. Please, like I would go camping and forget that? Amy tossed Buddy a bag, which he quickly tore open to reveal marshmallows, graham crackers, and chocolate. His smile lit up even more. Amy, you're the best. Hey, uh, make me one while you're at it? Well, look at you opening up a little bit. Good for you. Chase smiled, but only for a second before his serious demeanor came back. Jonathan. Yeah, Chase? Before anything goes down tonight, I just wanted to say thank you for helping me. Of course. It's what we do. And they are surprisingly good at it. You know, you never told us what happened with you and the Jersey Devil. Yeah, I mean, we know it killed your son and all, but... Buddy, don't be insensitive. I'm not. I'm just asking. No, he's right. 
You guys are out here with me possibly putting your life on the line, and you deserve to know. I mean, you don't have to if you don't want to. I, I understand. Just hand me that s'more already, would you? Buddy handed over a freshly made s'more, and Chase took a bite. He chewed it in silence for a moment, his eyes locked on the fire before him. After he swallowed it, he looked back across the fire at us. I, uh, I used to be a cop, you know. Really? Yeah, a long time ago. And I had a wife and a, a kid, Matthew. Steph and I split up shortly after Matt's fourth birthday and went through the usual back and forth of weekends and every other holiday to see him, and it sucked. But I did what I could, you know, and worked my ass off and enjoyed every moment I could with my son. He was around 11 when it happened. He was just camping with a bunch of his friends, a couple of their dads watching over them. I was working, and that night I just stopped by to give them some supplies. Chase took a moment to stare at the s'more in his hand. He took another bite and went on with his story. Something got him, and a few other kids that night. Unfortunately, Steph's new husband also disappeared too, so of course, all eyes were on me. My boss was able to keep the cops off my back for a while, but I was the prime suspect, and I was innocent, of course, but and I set out to find out what happened for myself. And that's when I first heard about this Jersey Devil. And, you know, I didn't believe it at first, but this reporter... This guy named Knox, he was pretty persistent. He kept trying to convince me, just bringing me more and more evidence that was real. And it just kept killing and killing. And a girl, a bus driver. And, and then one night, one night it all came together. We tracked it back to that house down in Leeds Point. In the middle of a hurricane. And we found it. We found it in the attic with a pile of bodies. People he had been taking back there and eating. Including Matt, my son. I'm so sorry. No, it's fine. I mean, it's not fine, but it happened. It's in the past. But I was so damn shocked when I saw it. So in awe that it was real, that this was a real thing, a real creature who had taken my son away from me and I let it get away ever since that night I've been looking I've been searching for it learning everything I possibly could just foregoing anything else in my life what about your job did the police help no they didn't believe me of course not to them I just went mad with grief over Matt's death making up stories to try to make sense of it all to them it was an unsolved case some killer had gotten away with these horrific crimes, and I was just trying to fill in the gaps, but I knew better. So I quit, and I threw myself into this, and I haven't given up since. Have you had any other close calls? Uh, here and there. Nothing as big as this, though. Nothing. How do you even begin tracking a creature that most people don't believe is real? I guess you keep an ear out for things, you know, listening for stuff that might be it. An encounter with a sand crane on the turnpike might actually be the Jersey Devil. Mysterious deaths and bodies turning up with pieces chewed off. It could be him as well. There's even a group online, the New Jersey Devil Hunters, that have been a really good resource, taking in all the sightings and keeping a list of them. Provided we do get this thing, what will you do after, once it's gone? <sighs> Honestly, I don't know. I've dedicated my life to finding this thing and ending it. Maybe, I don't know, maybe I'll head out of here and start over. 
And if anyone deserves it, it's you. Is there anything else we can do to prepare for it, other than sit around and eat s'mores? Not really. Buddy helped me make some salt traps and set them around the camp. He comes near them, they'll sprinkle onto him, hopefully doing what the old woman said they would. And I loaded my rifle with some rock salt, so that should be enough. Maybe we should call it a night then. Head to bed. I'm not sure if any of us will be sleeping much, though. He's right, though. We can put out the fire and become less of a target when he does show up. Let's go over the plan, then. We'll head to the tents, but as soon as one of us hears something, we alert the others. And then we'll take up position around the camp, hopefully surrounding it. Right. Make sure to leave your flashlights off, though. We don't want to give away our hiding spots. Lucky for me, I can still see in the dark pretty well. Really? Must be a leftover effect from the bunny curse. What does that mean? Don't worry about it. You were saying? Once it's in the clearing, we'll shine the two spotlights directly at it, hopefully blinding it for a few and giving us the advantage. And what about me and this power she said I had? Well, that's up to you. I'm not sure what the hell it is or what it does, but if you can figure it out before then, I'm sure it'll help. And then what? Are we really going to kill it? It is a living, breathing thing. Shouldn't we give it a chance? This thing is a monster. It will kill you the moment you give it a chance. So no, this isn't up for discussion. This ends tonight. Got it? Yeah, and if it's coming for me, I would prefer not to give it a moment to think about killing me. Just remember, alert the others first. No messing around. Try to get some sleep. Chase put out the fire, and then the four of us went off to our separate tents after some half-hearted goodnights. I zipped up the opening to my tent and laid down on my sleeping bag. I stared up at the see-through mess ceiling into the forest and into the night sky. It felt odd laying there, just waiting for a mythological creature to show up and try to kill me. I wasn't able to think about it for long, because shortly after, I drifted off to sleep. I don't know how long I was out for, but I woke up to Buddy's pleas for help, and the Jersey Devil snarled. I quickly unzipped my tent and found Amy doing the same. It was dark, but I can still make out the shape of the Jersey Devil in the middle of the clearing. Will somebody help me? Chase! The lights! God damn it, Buddy. The lights sprung on, illuminating the entire area. For a moment, we were all blinded by the burst of light. When my eyes adjusted, I saw the Jersey Devil standing in the middle of the clearing, looking every which way, trying to figure out where the brightness was coming from. With only one good eye left, it struggled to see correctly. If we were ever to have an advantage, this was the time. However, it was then that I noticed a dark shape struggling beneath him. Buddy! Chase, it has Buddy! I'm on it! Chase took aim with the rifle and fired off a shot directly into the creature's midsection. It roared with pain and looked in Chase's direction. Get him out of there! Hurry! With the Jersey Devil distracted, Amy and I ran to Buddy's aid. However, just as we got close, it turned back toward us and roared in defiance. Back up! Back up! Oh, help me! The Jersey Devil looked back down at Buddy, his easy prey beneath his feet, and reared up. God damn it, no! With a horrific growl, the beast took its claws and began to slash at Buddy's skin. Ah! Buddy! Return Home, Episode 8, Hooves in the Dirt. You just listened to Part 3 of 4. It was written by Jeff Heimbuck and produced by Andrew Taylor and Jeff Heimbuck. It featured the vocal talents of Kevin Interdonato, Forrest Orta, Alyssa Ritorno, and Jeff Heimbuck. 
The original musical score was by Corey Celeste. You can find out more about the show by visiting our website at returnhomepodcast.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash returnhomepodcast, on Twitter at returnhomeshow, and on Tumblr at returnhomepodcast. If you've enjoyed the show, please consider supporting us by leaving a review on iTunes or contributing to our Patreon at patreon.com slash returnhomepodcast. Questions? Comments? Want to go camping with Chase? Send us an email at returnhomepodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, pleasant dreams.